0: Smiley from the Energy Boutique with your energy forecast for Friday, November 18th. So welcome to my birthday energy. Now, just because it's my birthday doesn't mean we're all going to have a good day. I hope I at least can have a good day. But let me just tell you, due to the astrology that I'm currently looking at, I think it is going to be a powerful day for all of us. We have the moon in Virgo energy. We have the sun in Scorpio energy. Of course, we are nearing the final degrees in the Scorpio energy. So our rebirth, resurrection, renewal story is alive and well. We also have a particular aspect here today that we'll dive into in just a minute that does suggest that the trigger is being activated for our empowerment and renewal story to actually come to life. There is a lot of energy here today. There's only nine aspects. Eight of them involve the moon. But let me just say with the moon in Virgo, we are grounded. We are logical. We are practical. We are problem solvers. We are cleaning up the loose ends, especially emotionally and intellectually, of some of the crap that we've just gone through. We are cleaning the spiritual soul state, of course. In order for us to proceed forward with this huge transformation going on in our inner realms, and of course, will eventually be spilling over to our outer realm. We start the day off with the moon in Virgo, trining, which is a beautiful energy, with Uranus, who is retrograde in Taurus energy. We get some Earth-on-Earth action here, but let me just say that the Uranian energy, the great awakener of the zodiac, is here to shock us, is here to awe us, is here to shake things up. Now Uranus has been retrograde for, you know, a couple months now and in this Taurus energy, the whole life lesson here is a realization on what it is that we've been overly attached to as far as our physical realm is concerned. We embody the uh, topics and themes of the Taurus energy, of course, which would be our physical bodies, our physical environment, our worth, our value, our relationships, our money matters, our resources. Now Over this last couple of months of Uranus being retrograde in Taurus, this is an inner realm realization on where it is that we have some fears, some doubts, some insecurities about letting go of some of these physical items, physical concepts, and, you know, the friction between Uranus, who wants change and and spontaneity And independence and freedom really kind of clashes with the Taurus energy that wants to stay in a fixed position, wants to stay in a rut, even if it's uncomfortable, wants to kind of just hunker down and keep things the same as possible. So the moon in Virgo here trining, which is a beautiful energy with this Uranus energy is opening up our heart space and our head space to new ideas, to a a new different path to seeing where change is absolutely necessary, to seeing where it is that our resistance to change is actually creating more problems in our life than if we were just to go with the flow and just see what happens. So this is going to be a pivotal point where we will have an aha moment on what is actually needed in our lives, what is actually a desire in our lives, and where our ego has formed some kind of I'm going to say trauma bond or scarcity bond with some of the possessions, people, title things in our lives that have become too intertwined with our identity. And when I say this, I need you to just kind of put into perspective. If I lost this person in my life right now, who would I be? If I lost this particular possession right now, what would that mean for me? If I lost the title of my job, of my career, What that, what would that mean for me as a person, as an identity? Now it's normal to have these particular attachments We're humans by the way, but to be aware of them and to push yourself into a state of detachment doesn't mean to get rid of them. It just means to appreciate them for the here and now, and know that if they ever decided to get removed from your life, that you would be okay. That is the goal. That is what detachment is all about, being okay, whether it happens or whether it doesn't. Now, the moon is going to go ahead, bump into Saturn, Mr. Karma himself, in such a way that would suggest that there's likely an outside influence, outside trigger, outside activation coming at us that reminds us of the roles and responsibilities that we've aligned with, that we've committed to, the obligations that we have to serve other people or to do what we've said to other people we would do. Now, Saturn is an Aquarian energy. He had been retrograde for the past four, four and a half months in this Aquarian energy, teaching us a lesson on where it is that we have to stop putting our own wants, needs and desires to the side to do what we think other people want us to do or what we think other people are expecting us to do. There is a fine line There is an ability within each and every single one of us to stand very firm, very strong, very bright in who it is that we are and contribute to the rest of the world without dimming our light in order to fit in. The moon interacting with Saturn in this way is likely going to trigger a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressure, because the moon in Virgo, when negatively aspect, is very critical, very judgmental, very worrisome, kind of carries the weight of the world on their shoulders. And that's what Saturn is all about. Saturn kind of brings the negative narrative to life, because we are overly consumed with the roles and responsibilities that we have signed up for. And we are recognizing the new foundations that we're being asked to build within ourselves, within our personal relationships, within our roles or responsibilities, our obligations, to make sure that we're not giving more of ourselves away to other people than we are holding on for ourselves. So there is a balance here. The problem is, is that the Virgo energy likes to be of service to other people so that they don't have to focus on themselves. And we've been learning a very tough love life lesson over these past couple of months on where continuously pouring our energy, time, love, attention, out into the world without pouring into ourselves first, where that's doing ourselves a disservice. So this is likely going to come with a little bit of weight, a little bit of a realization um, on our roles and responsibilities and what needs to change the dynamic, the energy, the role, the responsibility itself. And just kind of seeing the fine line between where it is that we have to pour into our own cup first to make sure that we are full, that we are happy, that we are healthy before we can even decide to give the best part of ourselves away to other people. The moon is going to make a positive aspect with Mercury, who is just fresh in Sag energy. We just had Mercury move into Sag yesterday. We had Venus move into Sag the day before. If you haven't listened to those astro forecasts, please go ahead, do so. If you're wondering where this is going to show up in your own individual life, download your Zodiac forecast. You can download them individually from my website, or you can become a Patreon subscriber and receive all 12. Up to you. It's a very minimal investment into your own energy, into your own life, into your own future. I highly recommend that you get on board with trying to stay ahead of the energy. So what's interesting here is that interacting with Mercury, Mercury rules over Virgo energy. So anytime that we're interacting with the ruler of the energy that the moon is currently in, there's a little bit of an extra oomph. Okay, so the moon is our heart space, our emotions, Mercury is our headspace, our ideas, our thoughts, the way that we're communicating and expressing our emotions and thoughts outwardly. Lucky for us, this is a good interaction. We have the Sag energy that we're just trying to adjust to. It's a fire energy. So things are big. Things are bright. Things are confident. Things are optimistic. We are seeing the greater, grander picture, and the beautiful thing about this is, is that we have the stabilization, the grounding point of this Virgo energy to say, OK, mind, let's let's move off into la la lands. Let's strategize. Let's think about these great grand plans, these great grand dreams. And then emotionally speaking, we tap into this Virgo energy and we bring it down to a realistic, achievable goal. We sort things out. We, we identify the, the spark, the passion The desire that this fire energy of Sag is bringing back to us after our rebirth story. And we are sorting out the details. We are really diving into how we can bring this thing to life. And that is the beautiful thing about this Virgo energy is that it's a problem solver. We can zoom in on the details that Virgo likes to kind of, you know, nitpick on, while the Sag energy shows us the greater, grander picture, not so concerned with the details so it's a beautiful thing to see this dream come to life, this spark, this passion, this desire come alive within us and then actually have the mental and emotional capacity to break this great big vision down into manageable pieces where we can actually bring this baby to life. The moon goes ahead, makes the same kind of positive aspect with Venus, who, as I just mentioned, moved into Sag just a couple of days ago. This essentially is our worth, our values, our want, need, and desire to create, give birth to something new, especially in our physical realms where routines, relationships, money matters, resources are concerned. Again, Venus is flying high in that Sagittarian energy, big dreams, big wants, big desires, big feels. And then we tap into this Virgo energy that grounds us out, brings us back down to earth a little bit makes us very focused on, you know, whether we are dreaming too big of a dream, and are realistic about what it is that we actually want for ourselves. Again, may I remind you, we just climbed out of a dark pit. So we have a new lease on life. But it's almost like the the want, need and desire to have all these experiences. They're too big, right? And all we're going to do is burn ourselves out and not accomplish anything. So the moon in Virgo is like, okay, let's just instead of having like 10 irons in the fire, let's minimize them to like three, right? Put those other irons on the back burner for a bit, concentrate on these three and see what we can actually bring to life, what we can pour into, what is the biggest trigger and activation for our passion and desire at this particular point in time. So this is an all over good vibe, good jam. The moon is going to sit across from directly oppose Neptune who is retrograde in Pisces energy. So Virgo and Pisces energy sit across from one another in the Zodiac wheel. What they have in common is the fact that they are the healing axis of the Zodiac wheel. The Virgo energy wants to heal the physical realm, the physical body, the physical circumstances. The Piscean energy wants to heal the soul, the emotion, the spiritual level of ourselves. Now, because we're sitting across the table from one another, there is a conflict, there is a tension, our goal is to strike balance between, first of all, recognizing what it is that we need to pour more time, energy and attention to here in our physical bodies, here in our physical realm, here in our physical circumstances, by means of having a strong, soulful, spiritual practice. Now. The Neptune energy is about dreams and intuition. It's retrograde. So we're doing a lot of inner work to feel reconnected with our higher selves, reconnected with our dreams. Um, We are channeling a lot of insight in our dream state, in our waking state when we're in La La Land daydreaming. The interesting thing is, is that the Pisces energy is 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 boundless it has no boundaries everything just is coming and going and flowing and ending and beginning with no certain structure it is literally the chaos that is the magic of the universe the virgo energy wants to create order of that chaos wants to provide structure to that chaos and because the moon is in virgo emotionally speaking We want to get our dreams, our intuition, our wants, needs, and desires in check. But there's this push and pull. It's almost like we don't open the door enough to the Neptune retrograde and Pisces energy of the realm of possibilities that lay outside of this physical realm. The magic of the cosmos, the manifestation element that we can tap into with a strong spiritual practice. We don't open the door to that. And because of that, we're almost too focused on this physical realm. Allowing the details of this physical realm to dictate what is possible to us that can be very, I'm going to say, depressing. So we have to strike a balance between our physical realm and our higher self, our dreams and our reality, our spiritual soul self and our physical egoic body. That is the goal. But there is a little bit of a balancing act. It is a seesaw because we are in a direct opposition here. And the goal is to find balance in between the two. Now at 3.40, sorry, 3.34 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have our one aspect that does not involve the moon, the most powerful aspect that I think we have experienced in a very long time, and a beautiful, beautiful ending to Scorpio season that yes, is still here for a couple of days. But let me just break it down. Let me explain why we have the sun in Scorpio energy, sextiling, which is a beautiful, harmonious aspect with Pluto, the great transformer who rules over Scorpio season. Pluto is in Capricorn energy, Capricorn energy is karma. It is long term roles and responsibilities. It is safety, it is security. In our physical realm, Capricorn energy manifests here in this physical realm. Now, the sun is our life force energy. It shines a bright light on what it is that we need to be doing, what it is that we need to embody, what it is that we need to learn. Pluto energy is death, rebirth, resurrection, renewal. Same as Scorpio season. It's ruled over by, well, I don't know if you knew this, but Scorpio energy is the only sign of the Zodiac that actually has three animal totems. Of course, most people know Scorpio energy represented by the Scorpio, right? The Scorpio is a, a land dweller, it likes to kind of stick in the darkness, will kill you if put in a corner and threatened. It will strike, it will kill, F around and find out, right? That's the whole vibe, that's the whole attitude of Scorpio energy. Then you have the eagle, the eagle is the enlightened part of the Scorpio energy when we can alchemize our shadow realm, that scorpion shadow, into something higher. That eagle can fly high in the sky. It has knowledge. It has wisdom. It has nobility. It has the observer type of perspective. It can look down upon this earthly realm from the higher self and totally see a different landscape than what the scorpion is able to see. The phoenix is the highest octave of Scorpio energy. And the Phoenix is the rebirth, the resurrection symbol. The Phoenix basically gets lit on fire, burned to a freaking crisp, resulted in a, to a pile of ash and then resurrects itself as a most powerful magical being. This is the highest form of enlightenment awareness. This is the highest form of alchemy. That Scorpio energy not only is, not only embodies, but that we all have in our chart. So this whole death, rebirth, renewal, resurrection topic and theme that we go through in Scorpio energy is coming to an end. And the sun is shining a bright light on that empowerment story. It's shining a bright light on this pile of ash that we are all resurrecting ourselves from and becoming A newer, higher version of ourselves, the phoenix level of ourselves. This is a beautiful thing. This kind of, I'm going to say the sun tends to burn off the shadow element that is keeping us rooted in the scorpion form, allowing us to tap into that observer mentality that the eagle provides us with a greater, grander perspective, a new amount of freedom with, and then pushes us All the way into our higher selves, into the new alchemized version of ourselves with a higher level of consciousness, a higher level of vibration and frequency. This is essentially when we are all reborn. This is a powerful jam, powerful vibe. The fact that it's happening on my birthday is making me super freaking excited. Um, I'm having a lot of aspects in my chart. I might talk about it in uh, this week's Ascension forecast. If you wanna join me in the live chat Friday evening, I would be so happy to celebrate my solar return with you. I would love that. Definitely mark that on your calendar, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, PM of course. Um, And we're gonna talk about it. We're going to dive into what this empowerment story has been about And if I'm feeling so inclined, I may just kind of reveal some of the major things that have been going on for me lately, the activations in my chart, and what I am setting out to do for my new solar year. Anyways, I digress. Back to the astrology. We have this powerful placement between the sun and Pluto. And just as I've been talking about for many, many moons now, every single time we take a huge step forward, every single time we elevate our vibration and frequency and consciousness, what happens? Those dark force energies want to come out to pull us back into this dark pit that we just fought our way out of. And how are we doing that? Well, the moon in Virgo is going to be entering into the boxing ring and fighting it out with Mars, the co-ruler of Scorpio season. Mars is retrograde in Gemini energy. We're all kind of effed up here. We can't move out in the world the way that we would like. We're still thinking. We're still contemplating. We're still debating. We're still strategizing. Now, we're getting into the boxing ring. Our emotions and our physical action. Our intuition and our passions, our desires. Now, let me just say that this is likely going to trigger a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of agitation. So just visualize this. We just rose from the pile of ash as the phoenix, and then we bump our head on the ceiling. We realize that, guess what? We're we're not so free yet. We just got resurrected in a cage, okay? We're hitting the ceiling. There are still limitations for us. We have to sit and strategize first how we're going to get out of this cage. Second of all, what are we going to do? What direction are we going to take when we are set free out of this cage? Now we're identifying a lot of problems, a lot of anger, agitation, frustration, even anger, like the rage, right? The rage that comes with a rebirth. This is our warrior spirit at its finest. Now, what do we know to be true? First of all, when we get into the boxing ring, we have to identify the problems. Anger, rage, agitation, frustration lets us know where it is that we're feeling held back and restricted in life. Why is that important? Because it's a problem. Why is that important? Because Virgo needs to identify the problem in order to provide a solution. We need this tension, we need this conflict, we need this realization in order for us to get down to the nitty gritty and really sort through our mental and emotional selves to figure out what it is that we want to do from here. How are we going to unlock ourselves? How are we going to free ourselves? And once we are free and the door to this prison is open, where are we flying to? How are we going to best use our energy? These are all topics and themes that are coming up for us just minutes after we resurrect ourselves under the sun and Pluto's energy. From this pile of ash as our higher version of ourselves. The moon is going to bump into Saturn, this time in a good way. So the Lord of Karma is like, hey, Mr. Phoenix, don't worry about it. You're the one who created the prison. Which means that you're the one who's able to free yourself. How do we do that? Well, we recognize what it is that we've outgrown. The phoenix, the higher level of ourselves, the highest point of our evolution, of our potential, of our consciousness right now is only confined because we're still living in this 3D construct that we've created for ourselves. You cannot be the same version of yourself in the same old life that you were once happy to live in, that you have now outgrown, okay? So Saturn, who is about systems and structures and foundations, he's like, hey, guess what? You can free yourself of this prison, and you can create a better reality for your new higher self to live in. And the moon in Virgo, of course, is ready to wreck our brains, to wreck our emotions in order to sort through, hmm, where do I feel like I've outgrown certain people, places, Things, titles, jobs, situations. Where are the problems? Where are the bars of the prison? Let's remove one bar at a time and see if I can squeeze my phoenix ass out of this gap and set myself free. This is a beautiful thing because Saturn is the lord of karma. He has new soul contracts for us to jump into. He has new timelines for us to live. He has new roles and responsibilities for us to boss up into. But a new foundation, a new system, a new structure, a new routine, a new bridge needs to be built in order for our beautiful Phoenix selves to actually flourish in, to be nurtured in, nourished in, to be happy in. We are recreating, rebuilding, restructuring our environments to now align with our higher selves. The last aspect that we have here today is the moon in Virgo trining, which is a beautiful energy with Pluto, right? Pluto is the major key here today. Pluto, the great transformer himself in Capricorn energy, the Virgo energy, the Capricorn energy, they're both earth energies. What are we doing? We're actually bringing things to life. We're actually seeing the changes in our physical realm. We are actually stepping into a new placement of power, a new level of authority, a new version of ourselves. Why? Because we just had the sun. Do this beautiful interaction with Pluto. We are at the end of Scorpio season, which is our rebirthing resurrection story. We have sat in the darkness. We did face our shadow. And now we are about to walk towards the light that is Sagittarius season. The moon in Virgo has the ability mind over matter with Virgo, right? Mercury rules over the mind. Earth energy rules over the matter of our physical bodies, of our physical environment, of our physical realities. What we think is what we create. And we have just had a huge illumination that not only have we rebirthed ourselves in the highest form of intelligence that we are able to sit in right now, as this beautiful phoenix, not only have we realized that we're hitting the ceiling and we're trapped in this cage that we've created within ourselves. But now we realize that the power to set ourselves free is all in our mind. So what are we doing with it? Like I said, we have to identify the problem in order to provide a solution. And things are happening awfully quick, awfully fast. And this trine between the moon in Virgo and, of course, Pluto in Capricorn energy, you best believe that this is a major shift You best believe that this is a major transformation in our inner realm with our thoughts, with our feelings, an aha moment, a state of power, a state of control, a state of authority that we are now 100% confident in stepping into. And we are, I'm going to say, semi excited for the realizations that we've just had, because the minute that you realize that what you focus on is what you create is the minute that you can destroy the constructs of the things that you've outgrown and replace them with something better. And that is true, Scorpio energy. And that is exactly what we are starting to see within our empowerment story as we come out of this darkness and we step into the light.